What were you doing in 1993? Uh, you know, like mainly I was learning the joys of just, you know, what would happen if you touch different parts of your body and, and the feelings that you <laughs> were feeling. Uh, I was fat at that time, so I was swimming yeah. in pools with black t-shirts. Y'all gotta get it together. I'm getting better and better. Cause once I get started, it ain't no stopping stacking this broccoli cheddar. This is Out of Pocket Live. We had low expectations for tonight's game, and somehow they went under. And like a D student on a pop quiz, uh, I mean, bro, this was this was really brutal. The Clippers are out. Uh, college athletes can get paid. Joe, I know the people are excited to hear you weigh in on that for their image. Where's my back? Like this. Where's my retro? Me and Reggie Bush need our retro back. We, me and Reggie Bush have one Heisman between us. We yep. need our Heisman back. Shout out for Taylor Rooks for, for bringing that to the forefront. But we need our Heisman back. We deserve it. He absolutely deserves that Heisman back. And uh, we got some wild stuff going on on Twitter. Make sure you bring your best and funniest comments. Because as always, we'll be sending some buckets merch to those that uh, grace us with the best comments. Roast, light it up. You know how it goes. We also have the official out-of-pocket voicemail. So please call, text, talk your shit there. Um, you got to update that intro. Nobody's calling, bro. They're, they're calling <laughs> they Tyrone. Ain't they're calling. calling Tyrone. They ain't calling the slander. She ain't calling. Yeah, man. It's all right. Um, call the slander line so we can justify getting this number so we can run all in front of all the other business through there. That's This is our burner phone. Yeah. We make wheels and deals. The dark web. You guys know what crypto is designed for. Disco biscuits. <laughs> all that type of shit. To resolve disco biscuits. On um, the company phone. All right. First, uh, let's just jump into it. The Bucks, they need one more, Joe. No Trey Young, no Giannis. And the game was yeah. about as exciting as preseason basketball. And that was terrible. Uh, do you think Trey Young will be back? And will that make a difference if they uh, if he's back for game six? Bro, this tweet. Yeah. This is the one I was referring to. Yeah, this is and it's like, no, graphics people. <laughs> Just don't run the graphics. Okay. <laughs> I've been in your shoes. Just don't run it. It's okay. It's not nobody would have missed that. And Giannis said be loud tonight. The game definitely wasn't loud. It was some Reggie. It was a hot pack of Reggie. Reginald Vell Johnson, Family Matters, not Bro, fire. I'm hard pressed to remember a worst conference finals game. That like, shit was whew. I don't, bro. No start. No, I mean, I don't mean to to slander you know, Chris Middleton and you know, proud UCLA alumni Drew Holiday, but my goodness, no stars, tough on the eyes. Bucks got it done, though. You know, I know that that's the 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 team away from LA for you, so that's good. You know, they're one away. Zach, no, Giannis, I'm not even. I'm not making a, a trek to Milwaukee to watch Bobby <laughs> Porter's starting lineup <laughs> with Bobby Porter's in it. I'm not making that trek. I'm not going to the Be More buffet downstairs at Pfizer Forum and eating shrimps and pizza, not looking forward to Giannis. Even the NASA, I was hoping the NASA would just step up tonight and drop like 30 and just show he's really the one. He's Bro. really just been taking a backseat to Giannis, but no. Nah. I mean, Bobby Portis put his teammate in the hospital once, right? He, like he, when he was, uh, who did he play for when he did that? Amirian, in the Amirian, chat. When he gave him the, the he literally, he knocked Meredith out of the league. Like Meredith didn't went to like Spain. He didn't want to come back to the NBA after that. Yeah, yeah. So Bobby Portis can get it done. All right, we. I mean, there's not a ton to talk about here with this game. Um, I do want to talk about Suns. They got their first finals appearance since 1993. Uh, I'm very happy for them. I know, Joe. I'm going to be very honest with you. 
the second a Suns fan steps to me to talk about, oh, we're the best team in the league. All right. You beat a Lakers team that didn't have AD and a hurt LeBron. You beat uh, a team that didn't have Jamal Murray. And then you beat a team that didn't have Kawhi Leonard. So yeah, we're very, very this happy for you. You see good. what happens? Just to feel good. I mean, but no, we don't count this as a legitimate. No. And, and Joe, you know. God's looking out for him. You see what happens when your state goes blue? You see the good things that come. You know what I mean? So good people, Arizona. Let's stick to that. Um, what do you think, Joe? Suns, first finals, pump for them. The city seems very, very happy about it. What you got? So like as previously stated, I'm just going through the motions. Just for oh our my fans. God. Just getting them reps for our fans. Once yeah. AD went down, so did my heart, so did my desire and will to do anything on the, on the sports broadcasting side. Obviously, bag. A bag will motivate you, Zach. Some Lou Malnati's pizza will motivate you yeah. to go ahead and get those flares out. But it was, uh, you know, look, as a former Clipper fan, obviously, you know, this is my three-year anniversary of, uh, you know, joining Laker Nation. It was a great mm-hmm. day, you know, celebrated with some tacos and gave myself a nice foot massage and just a few other things. But, <laughs> you know, I, you want you were hoped that the Clippers obviously making their first Western Conference Finals, losing Kawhi, you know, Paul George, you know, from Pandemic P in the bubble, obviously arguably mm-hmm. the greatest bubble nickname besides Lemon Pepper Lou. I think a two-way tie there. But to see them come out, just get smackerooed. Uh, Pat Bev, you know, Pat Bev as that kind of, you know, like, you know, guardian of the, the program, shit talker, guy who's supposed to get under your skin, troll. For him to to lose his cool and push CP3, just ultimate, you know, bitch move. Like, just yeah. honestly, like, like if, if that's the character you're going to play, you have to, you know, Draymond would never do that. Draymond might punch a dick, but Draymond's going to do a classy, classy, a classy dick punch or something like that. Yeah, uh, for for Pat Bev just to honestly shove CP3 in the back like that, not looking, and for Frank uh, Kaminsky just to, to see it happen and not. Oh, that was such like, a bad luck, dude. It, it's I, on you, Frankie. It's on Frank. you, Frankie boy. You got a bang. You don't get a ring anymore, man. I'm sorry. No <laughs> ring without the bing, Frank. <laughs> no bing, no ring. Hey, you know the rules. Let's get that on shirts. Oh my God, no ring without that's that's fucking great. Um, it's no. I said the Suns made it was 1993, Joe. Uh, I believe our wonderful graphics team has something ready for this. What were you doing in 1993? Uh, you know, Zach, mainly I was learning the joys of just, you know, what would happen if you touch different parts of your body and, and the feelings that you intend to get. Uh, I was fat at that time, so I was swimming in pools with black T-shirts. Oh, my. They killed it with this. I look preposterous. Is that, is that photo from your bar mitzvah? No, no, but it so looks like it looks like the one you know when you walk in and it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the theme of the event, whatever that particular theme is baseball, planes, no, whatever. No, no, so in '93, I was two years old. Oh, all right? shit. So, oh, well, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, I was two, so I don't have a ton of memory off that. This picture, they're like, can we get a picture when you're young? And I looked too young for them to do for this Photoshop. That picture, I was just, I looked super young in high school. So that's a picture from high school. But yeah, man, um, happy for Arizona. I do want to talk briefly the truth about the Clippers. You, I'm not going to slander this man. He's he's a, a former coach of mine. But he was doing some weird shit in the stands. The Steve Ballmer out here skiing. You know, what, what I, I, was... I said skiing. And for some reason, people thought it was the other skiing. I'm familiar with the various forms of skiing that people partake <laughs> in. I just meant holding the two poles. He was holding the poles, and 
I never really skied, Zach. I'm black, but I, yeah. I've seen ski movies accurate. and I watch it during during the Winter Olympics. Accurate, accurate. Um, it's what's because this is the thing, Zach, and I'll just say this briefly. He knows there's a camera person literally right. In, it's not like, ooh, this was a mystery shot. We got a high angle from deep. Like this is like cameraman in front of him. He's grabbing his black. I don't know who that black dude is, but he's with him everywhere. It reminds me. I think I told the story. I was at a um, a brunch with my wife in D.C. and Bob Dole was there, and he was old as shit at this point. And he literally had a black person with him. The black person literally like picked Bob Dole up and had to like yank him and walk him out of the the restaurant <laughs> like step by step. It was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And then he had to like escort him into the car, and I remember just watching this shit. My wife was like, "What are you looking at?" I'm just like, "This is the most fascinating thing I've ever seen." He literally has a black man that walks for him. <laughs> oh my god. It's this is a true story. Wild. Bob Dole. Bob Dole was like 90 something. I don't know if he's passed away now or what. I don't but. know if he is either. I was just about to Google it. Um you know, to to Steve, Coach Bomber, you know, you've done a great thing here in LA. I just think at a certain point, like, yo, know, you can just chill up in the stands. Like Jeannie Boss ain't down here doing this. I, I think I just think, you know, as an owner, you don't need to do this at, at this point. But, you know, if I bought something new, it's like getting off a new fit. Like, I'm going to be out there acting exactly. wild. Obviously, we love all races here. But if you notice, he's, he's further down the pant of the black gentleman than the white gentleman. I just want to point that out. <laughs> he's much further down the pant. Okay. Hey, you got to be careful, you know. <laughs> That's hog grab. He's hog wrangling. Oh, my God. He knew the camera was there. So, when you see that shot, Donald Sterling's even like, yo, what the fuck, dog? Like, that's... That's yeah, um, I uh, I made a bet in the office, and I was gonna do it on this show tonight, but the Clippers couldn't uh, let me have this. Joe, I was gonna say if because PG was playing so well, if PG won the Finals MVP from this year, I would get a PG thirteen tattoo. And people in the office were like, "Oh, what? You're crazy!" And I was like, "No, he's not getting out of this series." So uh, I, I, ended up up, I feel like you thousand, might have thousand percent. You did I a jersey the, swap. You did a jersey just, swap last weekend, so I respect it. <laughs> I, yeah, right. I would have just gotten it real small, and it would have been the movie theater font. Jerry <laughs> doesn't believe me. I would have done it, and I we can talk about it at the office, but that's fine. That's fine. If the people don't believe me, it would have happened. Uh, we talked about the Pat Bev stuff. I, I just don't know. Like Joe, have you ever had a teammate like Pat Bev? Oh, several. And that's the thing about teammates like that. You know, they're about whatever. Like, he reminds me of, like, Avi Story, who used to play at Arizona State, who that guy Wild. used to just scare the life out of me. Because he's like, fuck, bro, he's <laughs> fucking hyper. Like, it's nuts. I'm going to fucking dealing with this dude. Like, he, he would just be like, you know, he's the guy that's diving for loose balls and doing all that extra annoying shit. And it's like, bro, this is not football. Like, take that shit to the football field. You'd be a great linebacker, fucking <laughs> hyper DN, you know. Uh, but, you know, it, it is what it is, bro. The game is yeah. the game. Yeah. I, I, I just really don't care. Like, I'm just sad that the Lakers lost. And looking at the Suns, is the, we were almost had a 3-1 lead on them before AD goes down. We're up 2-1 with a 14-point lead, whatever it was. So we just have to oh look at this. God. And, you know, look at this championship that we let slip away. Like, we were going to lose to Giannis or the or, or the Hawks. We were going to lose to the Clippers. No, of course not. No. So it hurts. So the Lakers Nation hurt. should really and, – and Warriors fans had jokes, but literally two playing game losses. So I just don't understand <laughs> – Two playing game losses with a top three offensive player and a top three defensive player, but somehow their team is a church league rec league team. Somebody explain it to me because I just don't get it. Maybe one day you guys can make that make sense for me. (laughs) That's uh, that's beyond me. I do. You did address it. Just, oh, my God. This was fantastic for the player haters ball. I mean, Joe. You're looking at any meme form. I just say that. it, It like like PG did quiet the haters. 
I didn't even feel like getting jokes off last night at, at the expense of Clippers fans because it was just like you knew what was coming. Like, if you're a Clippers fan and you're sitting there and don't expect this train wreck to happen to you, what I got I got a lot of footage to show you from the last 30 years that will inform you how that was always going to play out. And, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Like I wasn't planning on doing anything either. Then I saw the bomber double double hog grab. And it was like, <laughs> I, 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 I juvenated. It's like, I know everybody just saw this and everybody is asking themselves the same thing. And the oh, thing in the, tr- in the truck, when you see that, is anybody in the truck like, yo, probably shouldn't run this. Yeah. The game is the game. The game this is the game. game. Uh, I do want to ask you, we got to talk about Frank Kaminsky. He found himself training earlier today because of his response to Chris Paul getting shoved by Pat Beverly. Now, I like watched it the first time and I was like, maybe because he seems like a very ADD guy. Was he looking somewhere else? And he there. just he just missed it. So I, I don't know. Uh I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened, but um what do you what's your thoughts there? How do you deal with the teammate after that? I mean, look, he's a, you know, he's not built for that life. I think what you learned in that moment. I'm sure he wasn't, you know, a part of the, the Hotel Seven crew. He definitely's not getting those invites. <laughs> No. But you no, know, he saw it, and he tried to give him like a little push. And you know, like you got to somebody's got to fight him to the death. Like you know, he's got to do endless push-ups, whatever. He's just got to be ready next time. Like first time, okay, I get it. You know, you were caught off guard, whatever. But next time, you, it's Bing. No Bing, no ring. No so bing, we got to no start ring. the finals. You're starting. You're banging somebody, getting ejected, just to show wow. your heart, prove your worth. Fight no being no ring. You're too quick for me too, because I was like Hotel Seven, and I was like, "Was there a video them party?" And I was like, "Oh, that hotel." Not the Motel Six, exact the hotel. No seven. sir, no sir. Um, have you ever gotten dragged into a fight, Joe, because of a friend? Now I, I do, do remember one time, uh, and my teammates at UCLA will tell you this: Dan Gazarich, uh, a bigger gentleman, about six eleven, uh, super nimble, size thirteen shoe, could run like a six minute mile. Just my my uh, you know superior in all facets of athleticism and humanity. Yeah. Uh, I'm guarding him at practice one day, and Dan like he's 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 Dutch, so he has kind of a, a loose temper, but great guy, like lovable dude. But he would just snap every once in a while. So I'm guarding him, and like one of the coaches like get in him. It's like well, I don't really want to do that, like you know. Like and so I started guarding him hard, and he literally like flipped me. But I just don't. I, I remember just like getting flipped, but I landed on my feet. It was like a complete like. He like flipped me in the air, but I ended up landing on my feet. I didn't know what was going on. My dad was in the stands watching, so I had to defend my honor. So I used to do this thing when I was about to fight where I would like lick my lips and look around. So I tried to like grab him, and my boys were just like, they're just sitting there watching, and they know that like nobody's gonna fucking fight Dan. So I just had to like grab him and like push him a little bit, but just wanted no no bit of that. But then I did get two jumpers in his grill right after that. So mm. I did get him back in other ways, but okay. situations like that. I was normal. You know, I had a few few situations growing up where I had to, you know, throw hands and do whatever. Sometimes find myself in awkward situations where I'm going three on one with, you know, Arizona football players, not getting dropped, mind you, still giving them bing bing, even though they wanted to fight dirty. The game is the game, but I you just, know, I don't, I'm yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I know I had a buddy who was like running his mouth, and my buddy was shorter than me, and the kid that he was running his mouth to was also shorter than me by like a considerable amount. So they start getting into it, and I just stepped in front, and it was like one of those things where it's like when you're like, just above six feet, you just kind of put the chest and you like walk away, walk away, and you just de-escalate. And yeah. so I, I de-escalated that one because I was like, I turned to my friend, I was like, dude, I would have jumped in, but there were about eight of his friends here. So 
don't don't do it you know like everyone has that frame where you're like and at a certain point you just get old enough you're like i just am not going out with this fucking maniac anymore yeah some, um, i mean some friends are liabilities act we got to figure out that in life and exactly this friend a liability are we going to take this friend out and this friend going to cause the night to go away that we do not want to go because we just want to turn up frankly i'm in a great mood i'm jovial high-fiving people getting people drinks <laughs> living life and do i really want to bing bing tonight not particularly i'd rather just you know maybe disco biscuit do whatever's going on in the yeah. situation just turn up yeah uh we got other news around the nba ben simmons Bought a house. It's a $17.5 million house. It's in California, uh, about 30 miles from LA. In Hills, right? For this life, hey, I cannot change. For this <laughs> life, I cannot change. <laughs> Yo, that's a baller ass house, first off. But bro, okay. for $17.5 million, I feel like there are so many other houses I'd buy before this house. Uh, I just dropped in the chat, uh, uh, Greg, I dropped the. Uh, restaurant that it looks like there's a restaurant in arizona it's called culinary dropout they're everywhere it basically looks like every tech dallas bar that i've ever seen and it looks exactly like this restaurant in arizona shout out to him for dropping you this money because you know he's a clutch guy so now maybe he is gonna find himself out here uh at some point but bro it looks like a culinary dropout <laughs> like that's what his house i was gonna ask like. you like oh is that like his welcoming party at his new crib because i couldn't it looked no. just like I was literally gonna. I was gonna ask you that because that's exactly what it looked like. But seventeen five for that guy probably ain't shit. That's literally just like a half season's work. That's like fifteen missed jumpers. So <laughs> true. I'm, ta- I'm taking it. True. It's baller. It's baller to me. Like I wish I had a seventeen million dollar house. I just always wonder what like what the AC bill is and climate control and what's the, the ideal temperature and all that good stuff because that's just gonna kill you. It's at least like you're talking about like ten grand a month just on like the water and power bill. Heating the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. But I bro, if I had seventeen million to spend on a house, I just I'm like, that's not the house I'm buying. But to each their own, good for you. You're out here in LA. I'm taking uh, I'm taking elongated boo-boos in that house. At least hour long boo boos. I'm not I'm every I'm enjoying every facet of the house. Oh, Nobody's yeah, gonna take your shoes off when you walk over and still be that one Australian friend who won't take his shoes off. <laughs> Uh, it is a very important anniversary, uh, Josiah. Three years ago, LeBron signed with the Lakers. Three years ago, you be- officially became a Lakers fan. Uh, I remember. Day. I remember. I, I cried. Was, I cried, bro. So did I. I was on. I was working for uh, a company that does open mic nights uh, <laughs> for media people. And uh, I had a tweet for them that day. I remember being posted up and being like LeBron's, like I was on the news desk. And I was like, he's going to sign while I'm on. I'm going to be the one that gets stuck covering. Cause you just know there's so much chaos. that's going to come. You got to get all your memes out, all that shit. And he signed and uh, it was awesome. It was just really cool to see the speed with which like such breaking news he just gets turned over and stuff like that. So I remember I exactly where I was. Where were exactly. you? I was I was I was stuck as a Clipper fan at that point. Obviously, LeBron primary. I wouldn't call myself a Cavs fan, just a LeBron fan. Yeah. But we supported the Cavs. Weren't really happy. I mean, I know they won a championship there, but we was loving the Miami life. Like honestly, it was just a great feel. Miami. I mean, you know, even from afar, just ooh. But to know that LeBron Raymond James Sr. was gonna be in our city. Day in and day out, to know that the crime rates would crime rates would drop as a result <laughs> of LeBron being the here, happiness. just to be here, the happiness, the jubilation. And look, there was a beef with LeBron and Kobe fans prior to that. We used to go at each other. Obviously, at that moment, all beef was off. It was just all love and respect. Mm. And Laker fans, Kobe fans, were a little hesitant at first to the brace. And LeBron fans, they had heard rumors and speculations and things about 
our character and makeup and kind of who we were and whatever, whatever. But I think quickly learned, you know, we're about that life. We come with the best memes in the game. And if you have us on your side, you know, it's literally like Game of Thrones. Like Lakers were just getting smacked by Ramsey. Like, you know what I mean? The, the Battle of the Bastards just getting, yeah. getting just straight, just demolished. And then here comes our crew. The best. The absolute. Here comes the LeBron fans just to beat the shit out of the opposition. Oh, and, you know, great. we go hard. Because, again, we're LeBron fans, so we do not care about anything. We will yeah. literally go hard on any human being, whoever it is. It does not matter. You know what it is. When you join LeBron gang, it's for LeBron to join the Laker gang, the best franchise in the history of sports. Oh, Zach. Oh, I oh bro. I didn't even, I never thought about it like that, but it it has been, like, as a Laker fan, it's been so nice having the LeBron fans rush in. And now it's like, like we just got these immediate reinforcements now to, like, shut who, people up, churn out memes. What do you think? Like, who are we going to let anybody come at you guys? No, we're just waiting in the wings and waiting in the shadows. No, it's so – it really is. It really Who's is Landry the fucking Subject fans, no. No. No Man. shot. No, no shot. Who's coming? Oh, Heat fans, no. 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 Um, I do want to keep this moving. So, big news for college players. They can get their back now. Uh, oh, college cool. players can finally start getting paid thanks to a Supreme Court ruling that stated – Education's related education related benefits like tutoring and scholarships violate antitrust laws, which is why the NCAA announced yesterday that the interim athletes can make money from their name, image, and likeness. I'm gonna, keep it, I'm gonna keep it quick, Zach. I'm, I'm so happy for for the current crop of you know college players to be able to get their bag. We've already seen some deals in place. Guy signing gaming deals. Uh, I believe uh, the, the LSU gymnast. I forget her name. Like Libby Dune. Dunn, Libby yeah. Dunn, getting her bag. Sedona Prince over at Oregon getting her TikTok bags and everything like that. But this is what I have to ask: Where is my bag? Where's our bags? Where's our bags from? Our, where's me and Reggie Bush's bags? Mm. When we were dominating both sides of Los Angeles, Reggie mm. Bush jersey selling quite a bit more than mine. But Zach, only player in UCLA history to have his jersey retired after his final game. Only you can check the check the annals of UCLA history. No other players got their jersey retired after his final game. So I, I do hold <laughs> I do hold that that record. But where I see all these young kids getting their bags, and the first and foremost, I want to make sure that they're getting taken care of because obviously, once money gets into play, obviously the sharks come into the water and the the merchants and the peasants and the peddlers and everybody who's trying to get in these kids for all the wrong reasons. So yeah. just all you kids out there, anybody who needs help, advice, whatever, feel free to hit me always. Get your bags. I'm getting bags now and I can tell you how to approach brands and deals and companies and, you know, because they will try to play you and take advantage of your youth, which I'm not I'm not rolling with on any stretch yeah. of the imagination. But for me, it's, it's awesome to see because. What it's really going to devolve to, Zach, is that the, the NCAA probably will have to dissolve because I just don't understand how you keep going now, how you try and regulate things. Like, how do you tell a player who's making more than his coach, you know, what to do? Like this freshman, like think of Alonzo or somebody coming in. Think of LaMelo if he would have did a year of college. Coming in, he already has his own shoe deal. I'm not wearing Jordan. Sorry, UCLA. I already got oh, my bro, district deal. Coach, I'm not, drinking, I'm not drinking the Gatorade. I got a Powerade deal. I'm not fucking with you on that. Um, I'll put tape over my shit, but I'm not wearing whatever you guys have cracking. And I'm getting shirts off during press conference after the game, pulling up with my big thing of milk and whatever, my Powerade. Like Nick Saban with the Coca-Cola. You guys know Saban stays with the the Coke at his his different things and he'll take a sip every <laughs> once in a while. I'm getting those off. Uh, Joe, I hadn't even thought about the way that that's going to impact when guys have to wear – you go to an Adidas school, I'm a Jordan guy. Sorry, not going to wear shoes. Buy your that, school. 
is going to be fascinating. And I, you know, these guys, these guys have, and, and gals have all deserved it for a long, long time. And, and you look at the list of uh, most popular athletes and, and you just sort of see how popular they are. The fact that they have to like hide the income or quit the sport that they love to make any money. And it's like, as an athlete, you don't have this giant window of 40 years, like everyone else when they get out of college to go have a job. Make your money now while you can and cash the fuck out. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's the right thing. And I think, you know, some of these endorsements are fascinating. It, it is interesting because they're not like the big companies yet. And I'm like, we're going to see those in the coming weeks. Uh, but I do want to ask you, Joe. We Who's have getting the first Popeye's deal? Who's getting the first Popeye's <laughs> deal? Because <laughs> if I'm, I'm getting a Popeye's deal, I'm getting a Roscoe's chicken and waffle deal. I'm getting things that I like, I, you know, Sizzler deal. But yep. – just to see the way that this is going to pan out, I'm super nervous because the floodgates are going to open and it's going to get super, super raw, risque, raunchy, whatever, like condom brands, whatever. You know, Manscaped, who's going to be the first college guy to do the Manscaped crazy ball shaving read? Like, uh, it's going to happen. So in the chat asked what I would have gotten as my first endorsement deal if I was in college right now. Well, how to try to get alcohol. I don't think you can do alcohol, tobacco, or gambling. I don't think that's uh, something. Believe me, I'd be bet MGM. Like, I'd be at the fucking win win bet, getting it in. Yeah. I was going to say alcohol, cigarettes, go after those. Just, you know, the the really good thing. (laughs) Katie, get a frazzled. God damn. All right. I do want to ask you, Joe, who would sponsor these athletes that are some of the people that didn't get their bags in college? First up, Tim Tebow. Um, for, for Tebow, obviously, if this is college Tebow and he was doing things that we know he was doing in college, I would say like some type of lotion brand, cocoa butter, butter Jergens. You know, he'd be <laughs> funny with it. You know, there'd be a, again like a funny like ooh like it'd be like Old Spice level in terms of the, the humor yeah. in, in the ad. But I think definitely, you know, extra extra strength lotion. My money was like some company that makes like boiled chicken or something just very boring and healthy that he's like unseasoned chicken breast that you get in the mail and you're like Tim Tebow's unseasoned boiled chicken and uh, horrible. Uh, Next up, someone already dropped it. Tim Tebow is endorsing vanilla ice cream. But this is black people love vanilla ice cream, so I'm just gonna say that. Like I I know a ton of black people, none of them have ever had chocolate ice cream in their house, and I don't know if that's like a our colonialism and our minds are, are, are warped, but or maybe just vanilla ice cream tastes good. I don't know. It's Simmons sponsor at Acme Bricks. God damn. Uh, Tim T was sponsored by Abstinence. Love that. Really not getting the Trojan deal. Uh, all right, next up, Kevin Durant. See, this, right. this, tweet is, this tweet is 12 years old. And what this signals to me is that Kevin Durant has not brushed his hair for at least three Olympics worth of, of period. It's been numerous now Olympics, even with the pandemic and a you know literally uh, the Olympic getting postponed, where he still has not brushed his shit. <sighs> Respect to him, he's rich. He's richer than me, and I'm paying right for a bag, Zach. So I feel you. I feel like his thing would be like some sort of social influencer type, like um, masterclass, like. Kevin Durant's masterclass on like just dunking on a motherfucker online. Like the, I would watch the shit out of that. Give me sessions of that before I like sit down and watch. You pay burner phones. <laughs> yeah, but yes. Tom, Next Tommy, burners. 
Tommy, anytime I tweet anything positive about LeBron, will always come in with with uh, some some LeBron slander or Jordan praise. So yeah. I was looking at his alley for the longest, and I was like, "Is he the guy on the right or the left?" Now I realized, "Oh wait, that's Aaron Aaron Judge." <laughs> but for the longest, I was like, "This big motherfucker, I might have to fight this dude if I see yeah. him." And I look, and I have bad visions, act so I get her closer. Like, oh wait, he's the other dude. Joe, this one, I asked them to put this on there for you. you uh, it was Deshaun, Deshaun Foster. Who's he getting sponsored by in college? Because I said Felix Auto. For those that don't know Felix, I mean, we can keep moving. Zach, Deshaun Foster, one of many UCLA Bruins and USC Trojans. I think there was like 12 dudes that were all pushing Escalades, obviously the better player. <laughs> but all had Escalades on like 22 to 26s <laughs> during my, my, with TVs. Like Jeff Trapanya, I remember specifically, had like TVs in his shit. I'm like, Jeff, uh, you're from Compton, dog. There's no way on God's green earth. But I always saluted it, Zach. I always supported and saluted it. Myself, there was the, the obviously the Escalade guys, and there was a lower tier guy. My dad was rich, so he got me, like, I remember he got me an expedition. I felt like I was stuck. Okay, yeah. Me and TJ, my roommate, had the expeditions. TJ's was always a, a year or two more advanced. He had, like, the leathers in his. But he was a legend. Neither oh. one could pay parking tickets. That's the thing. If you went to UCLA at that time and you didn't have a boot on your car, that became, like, a running joke. You'd be driving to practice, and as you'd be driving up, like, uh, you know, up the campus, like, there'd be the boot. So one time, TJ had a photo of him in his boot just, like, plastered on his window because he had so much shit in his backseat. So every time you drove by, you just saw TJ in his boot smiling at you with the boot. <laughs> it was the funniest shit ever. But we used to literally just – we would pause when we got to his car just to look at it and keep it moving. But we, yeah. had a, we had a, I had a buddy in AC that knew how to get those off, and so he, he would like pick them. And so if you, if someone you knew had one, you'd be like, "Hey, what's uh, such? I'm not gonna name drop. What's such and such's number? All right, cool." He'd like roll over. You give him like thirty bucks, and you just take that shit off your car. You leave it in the spot and drive away. But what? But what? Again, like, do they come get their boot? Are you now reliable for the boot? Or can you just <laughs> say somebody took it and you didn't know? The tow truck is the tow truck would show up to get your car and the boot would just be there. And like they would, it's not like you're still like you still owe them the money. I know there was an ASU player that like got into a ton of trouble for unpaid tickets, like had thousands of dollars. I'll, I'll tell you easily the biggest hustle for college athletes, and I probably won't do an investigative piece on this because it really just sparked my brain again. It's got to be parking tickets near campus. Because UCLA, especially that two-hour parking, like two hours and two minutes into it, your ass would get a ticket. There's no way that they were that efficient. And then on campus, we had this guy, number five, who was easily like a, a spawn of Satan. But he was like – he literally set record for most citations. Like literally we, we were game planning in college. I can talk about this now because I'm older. But we were going to fuck him up one day. Like we were going to – like we, knew, we started getting his patterns. Like we knew what, what lots he was going to. And we were literally like, all right, let's figure out the cameras and all that. Do some real MacGyver type shit. And let's fuck up number five. Possibly. <laughs> hey, just send a message. Just, you know. There used to be a guy – because I'd have to go get – before we go on road trips for ASU, I'd have to run and go get all the equipment from the facility, the laundry facility for the road. And there is a dude who would write me tickets for, like, leaving my car with the emergencies on when I ran into the stadium. He's like, you just need to go park it somewhere else. I'm like, dude, I, I'm literally working for the school. Like, what I'm doing, they're going to go make more money than the $60 ticket. You really – oh, I, I would get so mad. Bro, we had people that parked in the tunnel, like the tunnel where everybody walks in on game day. That's literally like the biggest fire hazard known to man. Like people tried to make that their VIP spot because they thought they wouldn't do that. And it's like number five knows all the crevices of UCLA. He's coming. Number five is coming. Oh, my God. Um, fuck, that's so funny. I'm so glad I threw that in here. 
All right, next up, Sabrina Unescu. I said, like, Nike. I mean, she should have just been getting that Nike bag, especially, you know, she's out of Oregon. That makes sense, I think. It should have been, like, a Pistol Pete homework basketball instructional video. Seriously, I mean, I would have crushed. Uh, who was the baseball dude that used to do them? Fred, Fred McGriff? Is that the yeah, guy? Tom Amansky's, uh, you know, baseball skills thing, but Fred McGriff appeared in it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, last one was Shaq. Who you got for Shaq? Who should have sponsored Shaq? I mean, Shaq sponsored shit, everybody. Fucking, he really is. He likes the fucking bag. Bag from fucking Papa John, Papa Steve, Papa Dale. Like, shit, motherfucker got bags from everybody. My favorite is that he was going to create a vodka line and it just never happened. It was like, dude, you've managed to get sponsors from like insurance companies, from lotion, from uh, Icy Hot. For, I mean, you name it. And like you couldn't you couldn't get the vodka thing off the ground. Like, how's that happen? But Zach would do or excuse me, Shaq. I said Zach. Jack, yeah. Shaq would do the fucking vodka business and open up like a rehab center. He would literally have the market. Yeah. He would have both of them for your ass. The passages Shaquille O'Neal edition or something like that. Yeah, shit. Um all right, next up. What product would be your sponsor in college? We obviously exactly. some some people drop mine in. Start feeling the chat, though, if you guys got your thoughts on who should sponsor Joe and I. I mean, you know, Zach, personally, uh, Matthew Cherry, the legend, uh, tweeted today, you know, if, if you could get sponsored, what sponsor would you get? I obviously had to go. I had a curl back in those days. It was the best curl probably in UCLA history, but I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to include it just because of its magnificence. But L.A. Looks and LaBelle would be the first dual gel sponsor, this rival gel sponsoring, because depending on the night, even if I was like going out, you know, day to day is more LA looks, obviously Monday yeah. through Friday, but Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, really kind of turn it up with the LaBella. Just feel special. Just dip your hand in that glob of gel, rub it off through your fingers and just let, let it rip on your hair. But how about I love it. I love it, uh, bro. I got to go with, I see the food thing is what's hilarious. Cause Sizzler was on like in my head. Cause I was thinking of all the things we used to get from the basketball team, hungry Howie's. I know a lot of people in Arizona do not like that place. And that place kept me alive. Uh, I'd I take a sponsor. And I dumped a lot of money at that place. Um, otherwise, like one of the like kind of like uh, sneaker shops that was in Arizona would have been great because I wasted a lot of money there too. So those two spots, because like you know that, you know, like Flight Club is going to sponsor someone. You know what I mean? Like there was always like – Jahi Carson always would show up with Jordans like two weeks before they even came out. It was Jahi, how are you getting those? And not, I don't know, man. I, you know, so he just showed up. And, and so, like, yeah. One someone, of my favorite pastimes, Zach, was robbing the, the manager equipment room. Yeah. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to cleanse my soul. So I'm going to tell stories. We had these like baller ass shorts that came through one time. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it was like a prison routine. Like it's obviously gated and, and you had to just know, know the pacing. Sometimes the manager would get lazy and leave leave his post for like 10, 20 seconds to go handle something. So you had a brief little window. So I remember one time I came in and just like ganked like three shorts, three pair of shorts of the same same type. I was greedy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, but it ended up like throwing the numbers off so everybody wouldn't have got a pair. So they ended up not getting – I think that's what they fucking lied and said. But I still have my shit. And I used to rock them shits all the time, bro. They were baller as shit. But you would catch the manager sleeping. Fucking going, oh, they would go out real quick. Like, oh, there were so many tricks. We also had the trick where, you know, when you guys collected the, the shorts at the end of a game or some shit, so we put them in the put them in the the laundry bag, and the manager would like mark down everybody who put it in. Then somebody would go from behind and just like pull them back out and give them back to the person. Fuck <laughs> up the manager account so you could, you know, because we knew like our managers would like trade shorts with other managers. Like they would like if you were like the head manager, 
that was like the whole, oh, you get the Oregon shorts and the whatever. So, okay, motherfuckers, like we could play that game too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fortunately for us, we were never in charge of it. They probably just knew like we would have rated it. I'd always go over shout out to my friend Brianna who's over there. I'd always try and go and be like, Brie, like, come on, what, what what do we have that I could take? And they wouldn't, they never gave me much until after I graduated. Then I could go back. We what we would raid was like the closets full of gear from years past. So like I actually had for a long time Todd Heap, who played in the NFL, played for ASU for like a week. Yeah. And they had a jersey with his name on it. And I found that. So I had Todd Heap's ASU basketball jersey for a minute. Um, I don't know where the fuck that went, but bro, one um, one time they had this big sale of all like the former like UCLA equipment. Yeah. And like they were selling some of our shit. So we literally just rolled up. But I remember like Jermaine Lewis is running back from you. So he's probably like five five. But his jersey was there, so we took his jersey. I used to wear that jersey around the locker room, <laughs> just fucking around. And he's number 23, so it was like a 23 UCLA football jersey. So he just went and ganked that shit off the rack and just used to rock that shit around around the locker room. Oh, oh my God. That's we just had a good time. We just had a yeah, good time. That's fucking hilarious. Um, all right, we can keep moving to the next uh, section. Uh, this is what's going on on Twitter. Shikari Richardson has been suspended in 2021. And word came out that Shikari Richardson failed a drug test for marijuana. She could potentially be suspended for the Olympics. Clearly not a performance enhancer and legal where she's from. Joe, I I mean. For weed? (laughs) First Caruso, now Shikari. Like, Zach, we just took down and toppled the NCAA. Can we topple these archaic marijuana laws? It's not a performing enhancer. Honestly, it's just, it's an, it's an herb. It's from the earth. Like if you can smoke it, get your hands on it. I smoke purple. That's my favorite variety. Mm. Of but mm. if you can get it, go ahead and get it. Shikari, obviously just legend, baller. And ultimately, within the wake of all these new name image likeness things, I'm almost like, well, shit, fuck it. Start your own Olympics. I'll just pay to watch you race just to be real. Get some, you like T.O., get like five people, make it like those Floyd Mayweather, just like shit show boxing matches. And I'll pay for that on pay-per-view. And then we don't, I'm starting to really wonder, like, what do we need all these leagues for, if we're really being honest? Like, if I can yeah. get a back from somebody else and just do schedule some games, like, fuck it. Um, I think it's – I mean, <clears throat> missing the Olympics as an Olympic sport athlete has to be one of the most devastating things that can happen. For it to happen to such an uh, – like an unbelievable athlete for such an unbelievably unimportant thing is so – unbelievably stupid so archaic like you said i just it's like bro you think how like you really think there aren't more people that are doing it like who gives a shit who gives a shit at this point it's like dude and she still flies like she's still so good who cares who fucking cares so um i I just i don't really get it i mean yeah like i saw i i don't know if you saw the dude with the mullet and the mustache the lifelong Long distance run. He didn't make it, man. And I, like I, I, I like laid in bed the other night, and I was like, "Fuck, that has to be absolutely devastating." Like you train your whole life to try to make those Olympics. You get to such a high level to even be a college athlete, and then to be in the group that could make an Olympics is 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 really, really, really fucking difficult. So the fact that America's number one sprinter is going to miss it, and to, yeah, to, as as Nav points out in here, you sample. All right, enjoys it as well. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and C, C- pin for the win. 
Norman has some of the worst takes in, in history, but this one, you know, I've read that Trevor Bauer article, Zach. Oh my! I feel like, and believe me, we haven't really hit much on it. Obviously, this this not kind of the, the tone and the what we do with our show, but the what Trevor Bauer was doing, there needs to be a lot more discussion to talk about what the fuck was going on because that shit was obscene. Like I don't like punching people and like choking them to unconsciousness or whatever. But you know, but we're worried about somebody smoking some weed. Give me a break. Yeah, give it's... me a. Break. And the, the way the leagues handle it and the, the way that they choose to prioritize off of, oh, oh but he, he moves jerseys, so we're just going to turn ahead. I'm not getting a dog as long as he's on the team. I'll say that. No, I appreciate it. I, I, fuck yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next thing. How much did Kodak waste? Kodak Black. Now, he's in back-to-back episodes, I think, of Forrest at this point. Kodak Black uh, getting more run on the show than ever. Uh, this time, he's allegedly throwing $100,000 into the ocean. Uh, how much do you think he actually threw into the ocean? Like, this is back like when we used to do mostly football and we had the fake the fake money that looked like real money. Yeah. He, he didn't throw no fucking money in the ocean. No. Like, he, he, you can't be that. I don't care what's going on, how good life is going. Because if you threw 100 k in the ocean, my black ass is jumping in that water. I'm getting at least 15 grand out of that. I'm getting at least 15 grand of that water. None of it's in the none of it's in the water. It's that fake monopoly money. And even then it's like, dude, a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. Like there's just a lot of bills. Like I it's just like why and why do that? Like, what do you who like no one is looking at this and is like, dude, you're really impressive for that. You know? I would I mean, Andrew Taylor pointed out he should have spent that at Magic City. That's literally thousands and thousands of chicken wings. You can get the lemon pepper lube barbecue. You can get mild, medium. You can get I mean, some teriyaki. Like, is this in Miami that he was doing this? It looked like know. Miami, but it's like it didn't look like anything I've. There's <laughs> just a lot of ways you can spend that money that are a lot better and more helpful than throwing it in the ocean. Uh, last up, Will Smith versus Tupac. Uh, Napoleon, a uh, rapper from the Outlaws, told a story about Jada Pinkett allegedly asking Tupac not to rough up Will Smith. Tupac was offended uh, that she would say he was that kind of guy. How offended would you be if you heard that your significant other asked someone not to beat you up? Is he a better rapper than me? <laughs> Bro, I said when we were doing the pre-production. Who's a better rapper, Tupac or Will Smith? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, oh, God. Everybody's already emotional. Zach's about to be 4th of July. We can in their feelings. I have no AC. I'm losing my mind by, by the no. minute. No, I feel you. It's like being uh, in China and I'm literally sweating on my boobs. Well, we'll, we'll wrap here soon. I, it feels good, though. I like it. I'm losing weight. So that's the most important. Bro, I'm like, my – I don't give a shit. Like, if, if – if there is ever some chance, and I don't know that it's coming, and they can stop it, great. Breaking up, I'll break up ASAP, can't go like that. I get it. I get it. I think on my end, you know, I'm I'm a big coward, Josiah, so I'm good with that if she wants to stop that. But Will Aren't Smith. they both like little dudes? I would just love to see them like, you know. Like, <laughs> is Will Smith short? Greco-Roman wrestle. <laughs> yeah, Pac's yeah. like five steps. I'm saying he's built like a little pit bull chihuahua. <laughs> Because that's that's a, Zach. When you see all these people in real life, some celebrities are actually like normal size, but most of them are like super pint size. So they're like, you know, they look big on TV. Like Tom Cruise looks big and shit. He's like, bro, you're like four eleven. Tiny, like, what the tiny. Fuck is going on? 
Like yeah. Bruno Mars? Like, give me a break. Tommy says Will's 6'2". I've never seen Will out and about though, so he he could be listed. An inferior height to me, so I just look down with him with with pity and. <laughs> oh, I'm six three, so I do the same. You're yeah. fine. Now you're you're over Zach, so you're good. Like yeah, six, yeah. Three and, six three and over guys can hang out. Okay, <laughs> we know when we're at the party, we all make eye contact with each other. We all have a direct line of sight with each other. Oh my god, that's great. We're the uh, ones that get asked like, "Hey, can you put me on your shoulders?" No. Yeah. Absolutely not. My back. Uh, all right, we we can wrap it here. Uh, uh, Joe, how the hell are you going to sleep, by the way? Like, I, I very quickly, do you have, like, a tip for, like, dealing with the heat that's going on in your house right now because you no AC tonight? I, I, Zach, thank you for asking me. I definitely do. The tip is to get rich so you can literally go to whatever hotel you want to if the, <laughs> the conditions get too unideal. Like, I will I will drop a bag right now in a five-star hotel and not think twice about it. Not but, saying I'm going to yeah. do it I am a frugal man. I'm literally going <laughs> right now. It's like good angel, bad angel on my shoulders. Like, oh. Go to the Beverly Hills Hotel or no, go to the W. Oh, and, you know, because I'm rich, I can do that. So when you work hard, like normal normal issues that plague people, like now just go literally. Like if I didn't have internet, I would just go get a hotel room that had supreme internet. Like just things like that. Bro, I'm sitting here. I'm like, what would I? I'm like, I'm not going to a hotel. I'm like, I do the thing where you take the the washcloth and dunk it in water and then put it in the fridge and then yeah. put that on your head when you go to sleep. I'm that's, not there yet. Not that without money yet. Beneath you. I, I haven't worked this hard to not have central <laughs> air. I feel that. Um, all right. Time for the comments of the day. Who will be getting some fresh buckets gear? Today's winner is 23 Tommy. 23 Tommy. With I, Kevin dare, I dare reward Tommy for his years of LeBron slander. <laughs> Uh, Tommy and Aaron Judge will say we'll set a shirt for each. Uh, I was like, yo, this, this motherfucker could, get, could lace me. Look at this beefy, beefy jaw. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, that's Aaron Judge. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Tommy, make sure you keep the DMs open and uh, DM us so that we can make sure to get it set up so you can uh, get your gear. Uh, we are back, uh, I believe, Saturday yes. for the next Hawks uh, Bucks game. Oh, we have. Um, it's probably gonna, if, if Giannis and Trey don't play, this game is going to suck. We'll do a show because we have to get the bag. You guys show up because <laughs> you're not doing shit. Yeah, it's holiday weekend. You might be drinking a little bit, but Chill. you're not going Have some drinks. Enjoy the sun. Come inside after the and game. Your circle friends didn't really invite you to some shit, so just get on the computer with us. We <laughs> are your friends. If we cool. had a real party, we're going to start. Let's do a live show during uh, summer league. Tell Brian Ish to drop the bag. That'd be great. We should have a thousand percent. Has been written live show during summer league. Pull up, guys. We'll be in Vegas. That'll be great. That's travel. That's a fucking blast. Um, y'all bring a suitcase full of disco biscuits for that. Uh, we are (laughs) we are back. Uh, we are back Saturday. And if you missed any out of pocket, we are officially a podcast now. So go listen wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars only. You know the deal. Uh, also, follow Buckets on Twitter, TikTok, IG, and for God's sakes, call the voicemail. Please. You're not going to do it, Zach. You guys, they won't. I ask every time. And they we got to build, build viewership first, then we can do slander lines and all that type of shit. Zach's Wi-Fi said him and Joe's People are going to dial uh, 10 numbers? No, they're not doing that, Zach. You know how difficult that is? They'll mm. comment on here because they can get talk shit and get featured. I okay. Did. Charles, we appreciate you. you. You have regained our love. I will. I hope Despite that the Chiefs, the Chiefs do not get smacked as bad this year. Fifty-seven-year-old oh, Tom Brady, as eighteen-year-old, one hundred seventy-three-year-old Tom Brady. But <laughs> I will be rooting for you guys again. Zach will name his first porn after you call the hotline. I just might. 
I just might. I might get the phone number of whoever calls tattooed on my arm at this point. Play <laughs> 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 that message. <laughs> all right, y'all. Everyone have a good night. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe this holiday weekend, and we will see you all Saturday.